to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, everybody. I am so very excited. Sadly, it's the end of summer, but I'm finally home. We were playing all summer long. I left in mid-June to go shoot a TV series in Dallas, Texas with Shark Tank's Kevin Harrington called America's Real Deal. And I haven't been home since. So that's July, June, July, and August. Yeah, it's about 10 weeks on the road in 10 states. So I'm going to have to create a book on how do you live out of a suitcase for 10 weeks and not go crazy. But I did it. And I've also, in the middle of all of this, launched my latest book called Verdition. Whoa, wait, what is Verdition? Well, it is actually fast-tracking your way to stardom in the digital age. You know, one of the things that we focus here on Forbes Factor is about health, wealth, and happiness, and how you find a really good balance. You know, I often talk about Steve Jobs being one of the wealthiest men in the world who died at 56. Um, Not a good deal. I don't care how much money you've got. Apparently, you do not get to take it with you. Although I think Liberace tried to take his piano in the coffin. I don't know if that worked. It's a weird reference. And, uh, and then I'll see you know people who are super fit, like my fitness models, who can't rub two nickels together and can't afford their one-bedroom apartment, but they look like Greek gods. So what is the healthy balance? And that's why you guys check in every week right here on Forbes Factor. Because I bring you an eclectic mix of ideas of people. And, of course, I keep telling my own personal story. So we've had two book launches so far, one in Los Angeles and one two nights ago in Las Vegas. And I just want to share a little story with you guys because one of the things when you're in my world is that you go with the flow. You are all about spontaneity and you all know my personal magnetisms, you know, leap and the net will appear. Many of us can wait for something to be absolutely perfect before we pull the trigger and many of us die, not us, many people die without having ever done that. So get this. I have my book launch party, and I think I shared this with you, in Los Angeles about a week ago. And the part, the pictures are online. Oh, my gosh. But I, but I get given the house, the Jane Mansfield. And for those of you who are too young to know, look her up. But she was like the Marilyn Monroe of her time. And she married Mickey Hargaday, who was the 1955 Mr. Olympia. Gorgeous, fun couple. Sadly, she died in a car accident. Now, you may not know her, but I'll tell you what. You know her daughter, Mishka Hargaday, who is starring on Law & Order. And unfortunately, Mishka was in the back of the car when her mom was killed when she was three years old. Crazy story that, you know, you don't think about when you look at this glamorous TV star. So anyway, they have this uh, Mickey remarry. They have this beautiful, big mansion at the top of the Hollywood Hills. Uh, some friend of mine who works with Ellen, the second wife, said, hey, come have your big book launch here. It feels like old Hollywood. I go up there. It's amazing. They have a private road for parking. We're all set. And then somehow at the last minute, and this is crazy, whatever happened, they pulled the rug out for me. They said, hey, we can't give you the house. I said, but it's 24 hours before my event. I have 75 people coming. I have got press. I've got all. They said, we're really sorry. We can't do this. So what would you do? And this is one of those moments where I think this is why you listen to my program. What would you do? You know, do you panic? Do you, I don't know. Well, first of all, you know, you don't say, I don't know. Because if you say, I don't know, in my world, I hit you in the head. I can't do this to the radio screen. But in two weeks, I have a new Forbes factor here in Tampa. And anyone in my room that says, I don't know, I have the right to smack them. Why do I do that? Because you, I don't care if you know or not. You never know in life. I have no idea what word I'm going to say next. I just trust that if my intention, my heart, my focus is in the right place, it all works out. So I had about a 30-second meltdown. 
Let me say that again. I had a 30 second going, oh my God. And then I quickly said, well, that doesn't work. And I switched it off. You have a choice about how happy and about how focused you are. That's pretty much the only thing you have control over in life is what you're thinking. And if you don't, that's why you need to come check into Forbes Factor. So I was staying in a house in Malibu. I think you guys saw the broadcast and the photos from my dear friend's Scott Barber's house out in Malibu. And I said, hey, Scott, you think I could use your house? He said, well, sure. He said, but Forbes, no one's going to drive the 45 minutes to come all the way out here. Let me get on the phone. Five minutes later, Scott says, I've got a 12 thousand square foot brand new mega mansion in Encino smack in the heart of the Hollywood area it's yours I said well how much he said it's yours I'm sorry what we had the most spectacular this is a modern big bright unbelievable house you'll see some I'll post some pictures on forbesfactor.com you can go take a look and then I had my celebrity friends all show up lead singer from uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders uh, Kevin Speardis from Days of Our Lives, who wrote the forward. Paula Abdul could not make it. She's getting ready for a tour. Vivica Fox, lots of amazing friends and fans showed up. and But we did it in 24 hours, okay? So right now, we need to introduce my first guest. Because Mr. Matt Monero, see, this is a guy, his book, and this is really exciting, focuses on finding your grit, okay? What does that mean? That was his first book. In fact, that was the title of it. Because he's all about the whole making money and creating this, you know, a culture. He's well. We. You know what? I don't need to say who he is. Why don't we welcome to the stage? Big round of applause, Mr. Matt Monero. Matt, are you out there? <laughs> Forbes, great to be here. Huge fan of yours. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Then that brings up an interesting question. When you think of Forbes Riley, what do you think of? I think of vibrant. I think of powerful energy. Um, very attractive, I might add. I think someone who's winning at the game of life when I follow Forbes Riley. Well, you know what? And I, I love that. I may actually use that as a quote. That's very, very sweet of you to say. Where do you come from? Well, I live in Dallas, Texas, and I, I've been down here for 23 years. So I, when I heard in your intro that you were in Dallas, I'm sorry I didn't know that. I would have come and found you. I would have sought you out just to say hi. Um, Maybe even had you in on my podcast to sign my my booth, if you know what what that is. I I keep every guest who's on my podcast, I have them actually sign my booth. And I have this old school uh, English phone booth in my studio, and it's filled with the names of the amazing people that I've met along this journey of of writing and speaking. Inspires you to do that. And you got, I also should share, talk about in terms of health and wealth, you got a tremendous wealth story we're going to get to. But what inspires you to keep writing? Well, I mean, look, I, I remember very early on, I think I was 13 or 14 years old. I was at football practice in high school, and I remember the, the offensive line coach getting on to me um, about, you know, trying harder and all that sort of stuff. And I remember saying to myself at that moment, I want to be a teacher. And it's a weird chain of events. I'm 49 now, so all these years later, I'm actually getting back to what I was supposed to do. With my life, I ended up diverting because I didn't think I could make money as a teacher, and I ended up going into business and running my own company for the last 23 years. But I'm getting back to teaching, which I was put on this earth to do. I was supposed to teach, and I was supposed to communicate. I just didn't know it was going to take me on this path. Well, that's so very interesting because I'm I'm continuing to express to people who listen to me that you've got to listen to that inner voice, and I don't care whether you call it God or the universe, but there are voices, there are things that will tell you what you could and should be doing next. And like you, I was an actress and a TV host 
But I'll tell you what, the universe had a little bit of a different plan. I have those communication skills, but they are now not serving me as much as they're serving other people. And Mm. that is what a teacher is. Yeah, that's great. All right, so now you launched your first company. So you said, I'm not going to be a teacher. I'm going to open a company. Apparently, you have a folding table, a phone, and the idea that you could do something 23 years ago, which most entrepreneurs start out that way, but they're not that successful. You, my friend, have funded over a billion dollars in transportation equipment. What? Yeah, I mean, I started the company from zero 23 years ago, literally a folding table, phone, and a yellow pages. I cold called my way to a client base. Um, since then, we since those early days, we've done well over a billion dollars, pushing $2 billion. We finance truckers. I mean, our tagline is we finance America one trucker at a time. So those uh, big rigs that you see going up and down the road that nobody thinks about or cares about, we're the finance company that likes to finance those. Oh, wow. So is it an actual truckers that have to get their own trucks? Is that how that works? Yeah. The trucker goes to the dealership and says, I want to buy a new Peterbilt or a new big rig. And and that dealership or the trucker sends that credit application to us and our company will process it and fund those loans for them. We'll do about $170 million a year in that type of, uh, in that type of a niche. It's a very, very specific niche of a niche of a niche. Okay, so I've got a lot of entrepreneurs who have an idea like you did, but they don't go anywhere. What separates you from them? Well, I mean, there's only two ways that anyone should ever go into business for themselves. Number one, they have to have a very high tolerance for pain. It's not easy to be the boss and to be an entrepreneur. In fact, Forbes, I think a lot of people should not be entrepreneurs. They should just go work for a company and be the best possible version of themselves. Um, But in order to go into business, you've got to make a decision. It either has what you're doing has to solve a unique problem or you have to be in a really huge marketplace which you can grab crumbs. So for me, my business is dominated by large publicly traded banks, Wells Fargo, GE, Bank of America. They dominate my space. And I said, well, if those, those guys are not going to hustle like I'm going to hustle, And there has to be, at that time, I was saying tens of millions of dollars worth of business that I could grab before they even cared about me. It turned out that it was hundreds of millions of dollars that we were able to grab before they cared about us. And so entrepreneurs have to understand they must be solving a problem with the business that they're in, or they have to be going into a space that has so much market share that they can grab a piece of it for themselves and for their business without the big boys really being bothered. And that I chose the second of those two paths. Well, I've actually got a a caller on the line, and her name is Leah. And maybe, and I know she's one of my students. She just called in. And she's in the fitness space, right? There's lots of space in the fitness space. And I'm going to ask you, Matt, can you give me a little bit of advice when someone's trying to do exactly what you said, carve out their niche in that? What are the couple of steps that they should really focus on? Well, um, you know, if she's in the fitness space, I mean, does that, Forbes, do you think she's a model? Is she a personal trainer? Like what, what, type, of, what type of space or niche of the fitness world is she in? Do we know? See, first of all, really good for you to be able to differentiate those two because that is very different. She is actually a fitness trainer. Okay. So, look, and I have a, a, a trainer, uh, and I've had multiple personal trainers over the years. I haven't come to my house because I don't want to go to their gym. I want them to come to me. And a guy like me pays big money for that trainer, right? Um, so I personally think they need to, the first thing any personal trainer should do to 
to find good clients is they have to follow the money. They have to go after people with money. Way too many personal trainers are training people for $25 or $30 a session. There's no money. You can't work enough hours to make any money at those rates. Matt, so you, gotta go to, to the, Matt, you know what? I don't know you right now, but I love you. I love you for saying that. Thank you. Yeah, so what do we do? We, go, we should follow the money. We should go after the people that have money. And the first thing a personal trainer should do is live not about their fitness techniques or their training techniques or all that. They should live on the platform of accountability because people with money understand the importance of accountability. And the only way that I care about my trainer is when he keeps me accountable to training. He gets mad at me when I miss a session. He gets mad at me when I text him a picture of a pizza. I'm paying him for accountability to get me into shape. I'm not paying him to teach me how to do bench press. I already know how to do that. All right, well, actually, okay, so now I'm going to totally change this uh, because there's, I, my, my fiance is a two-time Mr. Arnold, okay? Completely changing. Mm. You're his target market because get this. He's created, he has 21 exercises that he does, no compound exercises, no cardio, and he guarantees that you can look completely different than what you're doing in the gym with your trainer is wrong. Want to meet him? <laughs> did he come to Dallas with you when you were in Dallas? Of course he did. But I will tell you what, we're working yeah. on. So now you just said something very interesting. So he's pretty high level. So we've actually worked on scaling a business where he doesn't come and train. You can keep your personal accounting trainer. We're going to give you information though that you've never had before and make you work out in a completely unique way. Because if you want to look like, really, if you want to build muscle, this guy's got a secret. I'm just, and I'm just curious. I'm just running his pitch by you. Because one of the things that I teach is how to pitch. I have a class coming up in a week and a half, uh, two days of pitch mastery, because you may have seen, but I sell products on Home Shopping yeah. where I'm selling between two to $5,000 a minute on live television. So it's all about the pitch. I'm going to say that yeah. you had a pretty solid pitch when you were sitting there with your pad on the yellow pages that did you have to focus on perfecting your pitch to get people to, you know, on a cold call? How did you do that? Yeah, no question about it. I mean, I, I, you know, I had to get really good at selling over the telephone and it does open up with the pitch. Um, but the pitch is always derived from the value proposition. And that's very hard for young entrepreneurs to get going because they may not have testimonials. They may not have a big customer base. They don't have a lot of money. Maybe they have a junky car that they got to go to the, to, to go visit the client and then they park around the corner, right? And then they walk to the front door so nobody has to see their junky car. The only way you fix that is through transparency. And I would go in the early days and I would say to a large trucking company, look, I'm just getting going. But, and I know that I don't have necessarily what Wells Fargo has, but what I do have is a care for your success. I'm going to work harder to fund your loans than any guy in a cubicle at some call center at Wells Fargo. And if that's important to you, I want you to think of me as your, your finance guy. And little by little, guess what? That resonated with people because most successful entrepreneurs want to help the new budding entrepreneur. Here's the problem, Forbes. Most budding entrepreneurs go in like they're the big cheese, like they've accomplished something. And smart guys like, like me and smart women like you see it coming a mile away. We want that person to tell us, I'm just getting going. I need a shot. And we will rem they'll remember us in their memory banks and say, you know, this guy's just like me when I was getting going. He's got some hustle. He's got some grit. Let me give this guy a shot. That's going to work way more than trying to go in there and snow the potential client with all your great stories that don't exist. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt, um, I have um, a coaching that I do live 
every Wednesday and Thursday night at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern. I would love you to jump on that call at some point. It's a Zoom call. We can see your face. You can see all my students, about 50 of them every week. And I'll tell you what, this young man in there from Texas named Tucker that I would love. He's 23 years old. We changed his life around completely. But just hearing what you just said could be the spark to push him over to his greatness. So I'm I gonna- love it. In, 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 my book, in my book, You Need More Money, I call it false positives. It's where we believe that we are actually doing better than we really are. And it's an incredibly dangerous place to live. It's actually, it's actually a mindset that keeps us from getting to certain levels of, of accomplishment because we, we have tricked our brain into thinking that just because the bills don't come on pink slips anymore and maybe we can get approved for the car that we're actually achieving, right? And my, in the book, I call it false positive on social. I call it hashtag false positive. All right. Well, I'm going to, I need to keep you around. We're he- heading off to a break in about a minute and a half. I want to hear a little bit more about you need more money because I'm, I'm not quite sure how I feel about that title. So if you will help explain that and get us motivated. All right. Now we're going to head off to uh, a break because, you know, when it comes to commercial sponsors, yeah, we do actually need more money. Hmm. All right. You've been listening to <laughs> Well, we all do because I'll tell you what, money is not the root of all evil and it does seem to make the world go round. And I like nice clothes. So that's not flying off the road. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to be back great. right after this. And uh, I know I have a couple of callers out there, Leah. I focused on you for a second. When we come back, if you want to talk to Matt directly, we will patch you in. As always, you're welcome to call and ask anyone questions. And coming up after Matt in just a few minutes after that, we've got Haas Pratt. If you've got some self-doubt, this man is going to, boom, get that out of you, not in the trucking world, but in the world of real estate. I love talking to people who are successful. They have so many insights, tips, and tricks that they often don't even realize that they do, but when we can harness it and get it out of them, we can all live a better, much more fulfilled life. So and that's what the Forbes Factor is all about, health, wealth, and happiness, and also maybe being kind of spontaneous and having fun. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight-toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Tune in to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 
Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are talking about how to have true grit, Western style. Actually, just how to be successful in your business. And it truly comes down to managing your mindset. We've got uh, my amazing guest is Matt Monero. He is an author. He's the owner of a company that finances truckers. And he's just so much more than that. He has a podcast, uh, which hopefully I will be on at some point. Hint, hint. Not, you know, why not? But we were talking about his, <laughs> his podcast is called You Need More Money, correct? That's correct. All right. Explain what that means. Well, look, I think people need to understand what my book is about. I think, I think people get a misconception that it's about investment advice and, you know, what type of annuities you should be buying. And none of that exists in my book. My book was written because three years ago, my wife lost her brother, uh, her only brother. He died at 46 years old. He left a wife and four children with no health insurance, no life insurance, and 100 bucks in the bank. And it was absolutely devastating to our family. My wife and her brother were thick as thieves. You could not have been closer in a brother and sister relationship than the two of them were. And so for her to lose him and our whole family to lose him was devastating. And so, um, you know, I saw two sides of things, Forbes. I saw the first side of what happens to someone who worked for 25 years and unfortunately, you know, didn't have any money. And then I saw my side, which was somebody who's worked 25 years and has a few bucks, and how we were able to help his family during that time. We covered all their bills, uh, and so, so he didn't have that worry of money in an effort to get better. Now, unfortunately, it didn't work. He died almost one year to the day, um, but during that period of time, my ability, our ability to drop in and fix his money problems was incredibly powerful for me to see. And it wasn't about power trip about money. It was that money can actually do some incredible good. I didn't look at money that way for most of my career. I looked at it as an accumulation thing. And so um, as I began to explore, you know, writing about this topic, I began to analyze what's going on in America and quickly realized that my brother-in-law situation wasn't unique. Most people are in that situation. And so that's the premise of the book of you need more money. You need more money because we don't know when two planes are going to hit skyscrapers. We don't know when regulation is going to change. We don't know when a new boss is going to come in and fire us. And we don't know when we go to the doctor to get a shot like my brother-in-law did to think all he was going to do is go get a steroid shot and go back to work the next morning. And he got diagnosed with stage four cancer and our lives changed forever. Wow. Wow. All right, so what is uh, one or two tips that you could help us understand? Uh, Ms. Leah, are you out there, by the way? Let me patch you in real quick. Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, we can. Where are you calling from? Oh, thank you. Yay, I'm calling from Raleigh, North Carolina. There you go. So Leah is one of my students, big fan of each other. But she is a 
personal physical trainer. I also want you to hear the thing about the money part. Do you have any questions that you might want to ask Matt about what you've heard so far? Um, well, I firstly want to thank him for the insight about the training and accountability because I had never put that in perspective with, you know, talking about my services and things of that nature because I have been training for some time now and the 30 to $40 an hour or sometimes less, sometimes a little bit more has been my lifestyle over the last six years. Um, and as far as, you know, money, my question is as I decide to, you know, move forward with fitness training and developing programs to work online and use other platforms, I'm just at a standstill when it comes to developing a mindset around how to how to charge people for that as I grow going forward online and, and if that makes sense. Sure, it makes sense to me. Forbes, you want me to take this one? Oh, absolutely. This is designed for you. Okay, so Leah, in, in your business, it's really just a math problem. Anytime you're charging an hourly rate, whether it's half hour or hour, it's just a math problem. And the only thing you need to do is figure out how much money do you want to make? Do you want to make 50 grand a year? Do you want to make 150 grand a year? Work the numbers backwards into how many hours you want to work. It's a very simple math problem. So for example, if you could get $50 per session from your client and you could do, let's just say on average, you could do 30 sessions a week. Well, that's 1500 bucks a month. 1500 bucks a month is about 80 grand a year. Is 80 grand what you want? Well, there's your math. You got to charge 50 and you got to do 30 hours. But imagine what would happen if you could charge $75 and still work the 30. Well, 75 times 30, just on the top of my head is 22, 2300 bucks a week. Now you're making $110,000 and life just got a lot better for you. So you have to start with the end game in mind. How much money do I want to make per year? And then just work the math backwards. If the challenge is I can't find people who are willing to pay me 75 bucks a session, well, then that is just a messaging thing. And you just got to go out and network and hunt for people that will pay you that much money. Or you got to work more than 30 sessions a week. It's a pretty simple factor for you, and I don't think many trainers do this. In fact, my personal trainer came and charged me 75 bucks an hour, and I said, I think 75 bucks is too cheap. I'm going to pay you 100 bucks an hour because if you miss one session, your ass is fired. Woo! So, Matt, you know what? Wow. Okay, so, so, Matt, you have an invite. So I, to, I'm sorry. You have an invite in to come to my business master. We do that as a math problem. But I'm going to share something else I gave to Leah because the line of thinking is correct, but what if you amped it up? So trading time for money is nice. I enrolled Leah into a program that sells supplements and an amazing keto diet that she loves. She actually lost five pounds during my own seminar. We don't do fitness. We just we focus a little bit on nutrition. So now she can enroll people into also the eating plan continuity. And now they pay her monthly beyond the hourly. What do you think of that plan? Yeah, it all goes back to that accountability piece, and people with money understand the importance of accountability. So all of it is connected because we know that only 20% of your fitness happens in the gym, right? 80% happens in the kitchen. So from an accountability standpoint, you're, just, you're not going to get your customer to where you want if you're just focusing on training. you got to do all the all-around all stuff. You should have a newsletter that gets emailed out. You should have supplements that Forbes is talking about. You should have an eating program that you require your customers to follow and you should absolutely raise your prices. So how do you know when you when when how much you can charge for your stuff when customers start telling you no? 
that's when you know you're starting to push up on either the value proposition or the, or the money that they can afford to pay you. It's a very simple business model. Hard to execute, but a very simple business model. Leah, do you hear Thank why you. Matt is successful? Do you hear it? I'm sorry, folks. I didn't hear Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I can see it. I can hear it. I can feel it. It makes so much sense. Thank you. Well, and Leah, You're I appreciate welcome, you calling Leah. in. So, Matt, what you just demonstrated to Leah, and there's a couple of other my students kind of listening in on the line, is they, they can't see you. They don't know your bank account. But just listening to the certainty with which you talk, the way you view business, she heard and felt your confidence, which is like the big boost that will elevate her to her next level. Well, that's wonderful. I hope so. And what she also needs to realize is that I went to cooking school, for goodness sake. And so if I can do it, anybody can do it. I don't have an MBA in finance. I went to a a junky little college in Providence, Rhode Island that nobody's ever heard of. I mean, uh, so if if I can be a success, Forbes, I'm telling you, anyone can be a success. I love that. On that note, I'm going to, if you, I'd love you to stick around. I've got my other guest, but I've got a couple more callers. So hang on. First of all, everybody say thank you. Big round of applause. Mr. Matt Monero. I loved your energy. We're going to have you a little bit more in our life because we need your kind of passion. Um, I just got a call from Jane in Boston. Jane, you want to jump on and ask us a question? Hi, Forbes. How are we doing? We're doing great. What's up with you, my darling? I'm just taking a walk outside. This is my second to last day in Boston before I moved to St. Pete. Very excited. Awesome. So we were talking about money, mindset, and success. I've got Matt Monero on the line. I'm sure there's some question that you want to ask him. Um, well, a little bit on the spot right now. I didn't know what the conversation was like, but that being said, how do I get to a point where I can be as generous with myself and my time as you are, not have to worry about money? Okay, Matt, go for it. So, yeah, so here's the way this one plays out, and this is where it gets a little bit tough, I think, in the message. I don't think you want to do any of that sort of stuff. I think you want to focus on yourself. You have to go out into the marketplace and get your piece of the American pie before you can really help other people to the level that you want. And, and I'm, I understand that that's a little bit of a selfish message, but I'm not afraid to tell you that and to suggest that to you. You've got to make sure you're taken care of first. Too many people are trying to help too many people, and they're falling apart at the seams doing it. Go help yourself first. Get your piece of the American pie. Get yourself totally set, whether it's financially or just in a living situation or in your physical uh, well-being, in your mindset. Take care of you first, and then worry about going out and helping other people. And don't be ashamed of it. Don't feel selfish. Thank you. I love it, Jane. Thank you so very much. I'm excited for you to head down to St. Pete. All right, Matt, I'm going to say thank you, and uh, we will be in touch. It's been an awesome, uh, very educational for me, too, so thank you for your time. Forbes, thank you. I love you. Thanks. All right. Big, big, big haul all the way down to Dallas, Texas. All right, you guys, uh, this is a very interesting mindset-focused program today. To that end, I've got my next guest. Here's, Here's his promise. His promise is that he'll help you crush your doubt dominate your niche, and ultimately build a business that generates revenue. What? So, so many of my students, they're like, well, they're trying and they're trying, but apparently he has figured it out. He came from the world of real estate, struggled like so many people did, but he's, he's mastered something. And he gets ability, his ability is to get you to create results fast. Well, I am all for that. Please welcome Haas Pratt. Haas, you out there? I'm here, Forbes. Thank you for having me. It's great to be okay. here. Thank you, thank you. All right, I haven't heard a name. Did, mom, did you, Was your mom watching Bonanza? 
Oh, totally. You know, it's named after Haas Cartwright from Bonanza. Absolutely. I love it. See, that's where my trivia knowledge comes in. That is so cool. Now, where do you live? <laughs> I live in Dallas, Texas. Wait a second. Do you know Matt Monero? Yes, I know. I'm, I'm, yeah, Matt, uh, I just, I just, I'm like, man, I got to follow up with that. So, yeah, fellow Dallas boy, yeah, Matt's great. That is just crazy. I was telling you, I, I was in Dallas in June shooting a new TV series called America's Real Deal with Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank. And I'd never been there before. I had a whole lot of fun. Let me tell you, you the Cowboys wearing the hats and the boots and the big Bob, Billy Bob bar. It was very cool. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Now, are you from Dallas? No. So, well, I grew up in northwest Missouri. Uh, I grew up you know, as a farm boy, worked on a dairy farm, you know, as a kid. I, I, I barely made it through high school. I didn't go to college. But thankfully, Forbes, I, when I was a teenager, I had a mentor who was a millionaire. His name was Jimbo. And uh, Jimbo took me under his wing and he mentored me and uh, got me to start my first business. I started Pratt Lawns in high school. And uh, that's how I ended up coming to Dallas. He, uh, he told me that I'd become a product of my environment. I needed, to be, I, I needed to move. I was like, where do I move? He goes, you need to move to Dallas, Texas. I was like, why Dallas? He said, you belong there. And so that's wow. how I ended up coming here was from Jimbo telling me to come here. Okay, so to all my students listening, here's who we're listening to. This is a man who's presented over 1,100 webinars, online events, 1,300 live seminars across the country. I think it's like 48 states. And you knocked on over 100,000 doors, which I'm surprised you kept track of. Who is this guy? What, did, what, what drives you to do all that? And how are you so successful doing it? Because that's powerful. You know, I think it, the, the, the drive comes from my ambition, right? And I think that, you know, for me, it's like I've always put myself in a place that I had to rise to the occasion. And... Oftentimes that, that means doing the work, right? Like let's say in real estate, when I got into real estate, I'm, I was in Dallas. I came here. I was in my early twenties. I didn't know a single soul here and I get into real estate, which you know, real estate. I mean, it's, it's not easy, right? Coming from, especially when you're in a brand new market and you don't know anything about marketing and selling. And so I got into real estate and I, I, I mean, I struggled and it was, I, I blew 50 grand in six months and then I figured it out and I, took the action. I discovered uh, niches in which, uh, uh, you know, there's riches and niches. And so once I figured that out, I, I turned everything around. I built my real estate business uh, to, you know, listing 30 homes a month. Uh, and then I ended up selling that real estate business. And that's what I've been doing the last 10 years is coaching people how to do the same, how to go into any market, any niche, create the opportunity out of thin air and own it and do it fairly quickly. Now, where do you teach what you do? All over the country. So, like right now, we teach. Uh, you know, I teach sales marketing. I, I'm, I'm a keynote presenter, so I speak at different conventions, and uh, I have a coaching company and a consulting company where we coach anybody from real estate agents to salespeople to people who want to uh, want to become an authority. Somebody create online automated sales funnels, sales processes, webinars. We help them write and create those systems within their business. So actually, for, so for a second, I had to jump off. I'm sorry to be rude, but I got my son on the other line. <laughs> he needs to be picked up. But I got. Are you a mom oh, and dad? Oh, take it. Are you a dad? Yes, I'm a dad. I have three daughters. I will tell you, there's that moment where so I put, put the show on hold. And this for everyone out there. I got to tell you, this is the joy of nothing being a perfect science. I missed a little bit of the last thing you said, because when your kids need to be picked up or helped, that above all gets to be the priority. So no, he's, he's fine. I can't leave the, the radio show, so he's going to take an Uber home. <laughs> 
<laughs> I got your Uber, the ultimate babysitter. And thank God he's now 15 years old and six foot three, so he can do that. Hey, there you go. Well, I, you know what I love is I love your – now, what did your dad do for a living? Great question. He uh, sold insurance. He is an insurance salesman, still is, for a, a company for 40, what, 45 years he's been selling insurance. So as a kid, you know, I watched him go to work every day, right, with his briefcase – uh, going to sell insurance every day, and I think that probably had a big impact for me as far as what you know, my interest in sales. Well, you know, we actually go one step further, and I've got about two minutes to my next break, but I see if you can squeeze the answer in. What is your first memory in life? Great question. The first uh, memory would be uh, would be going whenever I was, I believe I was, uh, my dad was going to work, and I was hugging him, and he said, and I remember something. He said something about sales. And he's always, he was always, like, motivating, right? So I'd leave, he'd have something. You know, I remember he used to tell me when you go to work, cost you could sell something, you'll never go broke. And so for that, it, the earliest memories was him, right, going to, going to work with his briefcase, going to sell insurance and his message on the way out. Well, you know, that's kind of funny because one of the things I talk about in my teachings, I do a thing called the Forbes Factor here in St. Pete uh, every four months, every three months, where we get people through their limiting beliefs and a lot of it seems to stem from the first memory, which is how you run your hard drive. Does it not surprise any of us listening that your first memory has to do with your dad and sales? And that's how you run your life. And you're so damn positive about it all. Correct? I, I think you're onto something. <laughs> well, right. I will tell you, that's not I mean, you, when you hang out with me long enough and you listen to the work I do. A lot of people have been abused, molested, uh, confused. You know, one kid broke, broke his leg. Mom wasn't there in his whole premises. I can't trust anybody based on that one memory. And so if it's positive, we don't touch it. In your case, it's wonderful. I get that you're a family man and good energy and you're successful. And it's one of the things I try to express to my students and my listeners is that if your hard drive is working, keep it. But most of us could use a little tweaking, a little fine tuning. Uh, and that's what we call yeah. the Forbes factor, where we recall the memory. If we have to, we rewire, we reboot. But you're, dude, you're on the path. So uh, I've got 30 seconds to a break. Will you stick around and come back right after my break? Absolutely. All right, everybody, you're listening to The Forbes Factor. We have got Haas, you do do from Bonanza, Haas Pratt talking about just how to overcome, you know, your limiting belief, how to be on fire with sales no matter what. I can't wait to come back and ask him, how does he deal with rejection? How does he deal with the word no? Want those answers? Don't go away. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. 
Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back. We are just having a wonderful conversation on how to stay inspired, be successful, make money, and live your most amazing life. All sounds good to me, right? Uh, my guest at the moment is all the way from Dallas, Texas, and his name is Haas Pratt. Now, Haas, um, you're a salesman. You're a really good salesman, but you get rejected. You get no's. How do you deal with that? Yeah, I think the most important thing in, in selling and dealing with no's is this, Forbes, is I look at sales this way. Is it's a every everybody the prospect the customer they all have a pain, and so in sales really it's as simple as asking the questions that reveal the pain, and as a salesperson that's our job is to ask questions seek peel away the onion layers dig deep to find the prospect's pain and, and the secret is is once you find the pain and you get good at it then all you have to do is, is be able to offer the solution. So a lot of times somebody gets rejected consistently because they don't truly have a solution that solves the pain or they're not being intentional with looking for the pain. And if they are, they don't have a solution. So I would ask the question, what, what, do, we have, what do you have in your business that is a solution to your prospect's biggest pain? Okay, that sounds interesting. I love it. But how do you identify pain? What is your – so let's just say you're sitting across with somebody, they're totally cold – do you have a technique for isolating that? Yeah, so the first thing is is finding common ground, building rapport, right? Becoming likable at the beginning. And then asking questions. I think selling is as simple as is asking more questions. Most salespeople, you know, they don't ask enough questions. They do the talking, but like if you listen to me on the phone and I and I've made a lot of phone calls, especially in, in, in everything that I've done, but all I'm doing, Forbes, is I'm going to be asking that prospect questions. And I'm going to, and I'm going to, 90% of what comes out of my mouth will be questions. And so when, when an objection comes up, I look at it as, as not as a, not as rejection, but an opportunity to solve their pain. And, and so to me, that's, I love objections. And I, you know, I don't consider myself being rejected because they're not rejecting me, they're rejecting the idea. Well, so do a little role play with me because we've got a little bit of time here and I'm all about specificity. So what is, it you're, what is it you're selling right now? So let's so say I'll, if I'll I'm a, 
Right. You know, let's say I'm in in real estate and I'm calling an expired listing, and I'm going to be and I'm going to call that expired. I'm going to say, Hey, Mister Expired, it's Hoss Pratt with ABC Real Estate. I saw your property came up expired on the MLS. Why did that property not sell? And they say, Well, you know, well, you tell me. I don't know. I mean, the last agent didn't market the property. Okay, so well, let me ask you. Well, what could the agent have done differently to market the property? Well, I don't know. He just didn't market it. Right there is the pain. So once you find the pain, which would be lack of marketing, in this case, I have a solution, right? My 89-point marketing plan sells homes fast for the most amount of money. And so I like selling where I'm not selling myself, but I'm selling the solutions that they need to solve their problem. Ah, it's a very smart idea because we had Leah on the phone earlier who's a fitness trainer, and she's having a little bit of a tough time getting clients. Uh, so that's an interesting. So she needs to kind of isolate the pain, and she becomes, or her program becomes, the solution. Right. So, like in that case, what was her name? Her name is Leah. All right. So, and this is the thing about creating opportunity out of thin air. And I mean, I mean she asked a question about pricing. You know, Leah, you never know those answers. There's not a magic price right now that you don't know. Nobody knows that answer. And, and because you need to create the price, you need to create, create it. So you need to say what it is. Just like Matt said, you need to know what you want. And that, that's so true because we always think, well, we need to be priced at different levels. Really, it's just the price that we price it at. And so the pain is, is fitness. People are overweight, low energy. Well, what's the solution? Uh, our 90, you know, I would say our, our 90 step a uh, health plan is going to take you through the seven steps to quickly change your, your habits and your health in the next 90 days. If you're looking for a solution to get results fast and you're looking for a step-by-step process, you need to join this plan, and here's how you do it, and here's where you join. So if that plan doesn't exist, then there's no solution. And so I don't know if that plan does, but I would create a, I'd create a, a solution. In this case, would be you, know, you could do a boot camp or something along those lines. Sure. No, actually, I think that was an incredibly valuable way to break it down. Interesting. Sure. Good. Well, you know, I, again, you said something powerful about creating opportunity out of nothing. Literally, that is a, a very wise thing to be teaching my students or any, any entrepreneur that's listening because successful people like you and Matt think differently. You don't come from a place of whiny excuses. I don't have... I don't have, you know, no. there's no money. There's, you, you come from a place of creating solutions, even when they don't exist. Like you said, look, if you don't have a 90-day program, just create one. It's yep. so fascinating to listen to the positivity and the mindset. And it's challenging to teach people that. But even the, the exposure, right? I mean, look, whatever your obstacle is right now as an entrepreneur, there are solutions and maybe you're not looking at them. Do you have a mentor or a coach who helps you in what you do? Yeah, you know, for me... You know, we talked about, uh, you know, the, about as a child and going through the list. Like I've had to, I've had to do more self work than just as anybody, you know, on my journey. And like, you know, I've been to everything. I, and I've read everything and I, I I've, for, and I've, you know, and I've sought, right, to get, become better. What's holding me back? What's stopping me? And I think that's an important part of growth. I think, you know, people listening to this is important because, you, 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 got, you have to can always be working on yourself, whatever it is. And we all come from different challenges and different places, and we all have our thing. And we all have to go figure out our thing and, 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 and work on our thing. And well, on I'm my journey, I've had, I've had coaches and mentors, Forbes. Uh, you know, I've had a handful at every level, at every, uh, at every level, at every 
time I needed that mentor, they were there. I've had amazing mentors. You know, because I didn't go to college. I don't have a formal education. The only way I'm here today is because the people that mentored me and, 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 you know, taught me what I needed to know. Well, okay, so in my business where we create, you know, mentors and and classes and and this, and I mean, I teach a pitch class and we teach a Forbes factor to break through things. I need everyone to hear what you just said. All the amazing things that you just talked about, you did buy everything, read everything and go to mentors because why? Why did you seek them out? What were you looking for? For growth, to become better, you know, to... You know, in most cases, my mentors have been or are at at the level that I want to be at. And so I call them gap closers, right? I'm here. I want to be here. Who are the gap closers, the mentors, the coaches, the people, the books, the models that know what I need to know to close this gap? And and that's for me because I don't know what I don't know. And and for me, I mean, I can't I'm a farm boy from Missouri. I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it. I've had to learn. At every level, a new skill, new ways, break habits, old habits, change my thinking, change my mindset consistently to the point, you know, today I'm a completely different, you know, human than what I was when I set out on that journey. Well, good. I'm just glad that you reinforced that because so many entrepreneurs, you know, it's a very funny analogy, but I talk about them being really bad architects. You want to build a building, right? As an entrepreneur, most people don't have a business plan or a mentor. They just want to go do something, whatever it is. But that isn't how buildings, that isn't how buildings get made. You know, can you imagine you give a, a plan over to build a going, I think I might like a window there, maybe a, a light switch. I don't know. It doesn't happen that way. It's drawn out within an inch of its life. And entrepreneurs don't seem to have all of the education, the mentor, and a really specific plan. You sound like you easily do all of that. Yeah, I've had to do those things. Well, I'm not a huge planner. Uh, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not, you know, I'm more into taking action, uh, but, uh, you know, taking the right action. So, you know, but like, I'll give you an example. The person that was looking for the solution for the health and fitness, you know, one of the things you could do is you could create an information product. For example, I, I created a product in real estate called Listing Boss, 12 module system. I sell it for $500. I created that. It took me six months to create it and it's really to take in my expertise put it in a system and like that work that I invested on creating that product was I mean I've reaped the benefits for years I mean we sold thousands and thousands of that system and it's something that what it didn't exist but I saw the pain create the product and so in most cases most people don't get the product or the boot camp or the book out because they're not changing how they're, their approach. For me, Forbes, I, I create in the direction I want to be, and then I force the content out of me. So let's say if I have a boot camp, I'm going to go ahead and start scheduling it and selling it, so now I have to create it in the meantime. Oh, I love it. We call that agile marketing. You don't wait for perfection. You just get out there and do it and figure out how the pieces fall in place. And so right, let's say if I, right. Yeah, let's, the let's say if I do a webinar. Uh-huh. Or let's say if I do a webinar today. Right. Let's say I, and, and let's say I want a product, then I'll sell it as a live boot camp and then show up every week to deliver it live. And at the end, I have a, a whole product that's been created. So, you know, a lot of people overthink it and it, it's just a matter of just forcing the content out of you. Now, do you ever talk about how to do a successful webinar? Apparently, you're very good at that. Yes. You know, I've done I've done thousands of webinars and it saved me from the road as a speaker because I'm a speaker. I do a lot of keynotes, but 
you know, if it wasn't for webinars, I would have to be on the road 200 days a year like I used to be. And so for me, uh, digital presentations and webinars are my thing. I, I help I help people write them and create them, whether it be even create the product to sell. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've I've got 14 digital products and I've written a lot of webinars on selling. So it's, it's I encourage everybody if you have a product and you're not doing webinars, uh, start today. Like it's it's uh, incredible uh, to what it'll do for freedom in your time. Well, would you be willing? I do a coaching group of my students on Wednesday and Thursday nights, and I would love to invite you as a guest because. Webinars, it makes so much sense. I know I sell on television. I do infomercials. I don't really do webinars, so it's a little new to me as well. I'd love to have you come as a guest and, and offer up a little coaching. Oh, I'd love to. All right, man. I got to say thank you so very much. Hoss, you have been such a delight and such a uh, an affirmation to me about how to think and present and talk for being successful. Mr. Hoss Pratt, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And we'll look for your new book oh, as it's thank coming you, out. Forbes. Thank you guys so much. All right, everybody. You're listening to The Forbes Factor, where we're focused on health, Wealth and happiness today has really been about mindset, uh, which works for both health and wealth. You know, um, I spent a lot of time struggling with food and and working out, and my partner here is just incredibly dedicated. And I found out if you really align with somebody who knows what they're doing and stop trying to create the wheel yourself, you get further faster. That's probably the big message for today. If you would like to join us uh, at night, on Thursday nights, live. It's me live. Uh, a lot of people jump on there. It's completely free. Go to Permission Granted Productions with an S. That's Permission Granted Productions with an S dot com. And, and see how you can find accountability partners, get a lot more focused in what you want, master your message, build your brand, and truly stop suffering. You guys, that's all I hear, whiny sufferers. And you don't need to be that. Life is too short to waste. And somebody said, yesterday happened, tomorrow's not here, so today is a gift. Open it and use it wisely. That would be my dear friend, Jack and Elaine. I spent uh, the weekend at Elaine's house. Jack passed away in 2011, but I will tell you, she still stands as a testimony to health, fitness, passion, joy, and I have not laughed more than with her in a long time. And yes, we did juice, everybody. We, we juiced all the mangoes and apples and grapes and bananas and I don't know, whatever else we could stick in that juicer. What a fun time. All right, please join me back here. We're here every week on Wednesday at 3 o'clock Eastern, 12 noon Pacific. My name is Forbes Riley. And if you want to come to one of my seminars, go to ForbesFactorLive.com. They are the most life-transformational seminars you've ever been through. All right, everybody, I want to say thank you and goodbye. Have a safe, happy, and wonderful week. I'll catch you again next time. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.